look like you brought your own hat, Mahershala. You did? What is that? I think we got our first announcement for Blade back in 2019. Comic-Con 2019. Mm. Mahershala Ali as Blade. Super exciting. He did a great job to me in the Luke Cage series on Netflix as Cottonmouth. Great voice. Great presence. I had my doubts about how large the guy is. He's kind of a skinnier guy, kind of like me. Like I said, his acting ability and his presence and his voice. Mm -hmm. I thought he could do a, a great job. If he could bulk up a little bit, he'd be a great Blade. Four years later, and we are still nowhere closer to having this Blade film than we were back then. We're looking at another scenario where we have a writer's strike simultaneously uh. with the actors for the first time since 1960. I don't know if I mentioned that yet. Once again, this movie looks like it is in production hell. We haven't gotten a script yet. I think they had a script at one point, and Mahershala, along with the studio, were not happy with it. So they just scrapped everything. Are we really going to even get this film in 2025 at this point? No. I, I'm excited. Well, they, they don't even have a director. The director backed out, didn't he? Yeah, they don't have I a think director they got a replacement. Right okay. I think Are they we going to this movie ever is the real question. Yeah, I believe we're going to get it because money exists and there's still money to be made. We're going to yeah. get it. I'll tell you right now, I always get worried when movies are under production hell because it will never be as good as it could have been if none of the drama happened. I'm very confident in the main actor that plays Blade, at least to hold us off, he should have made an appearance of Werewolf by, by Night. Agreed. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Because you literally have a bootleg Blade already in the special. And everybody was like, is that Blade? And then we remember, oh, that guy's not the guy they cast as Blade. And it made it disappointing. Everything else was great. Definitely a missed opportunity. I think this movie is going to be the first movie to be bookshelved if anything goes wrong with the next couple of movies. Any more strikes, any more of this? Uh, a couple of flops, I think it'll be bookshelved. Could be. Especially, like you said, if we get some more rough stuff from the MCU. At this point, some people think that have this impression in their head that the MCU and Disney are struggling. Oh, buddy, no, they're not. Not at all nope. at this point yet. But they are definitely seeing yeah. a decline. The first three phases, you had an average of a billion dollars profit per film. Now we're looking at more of the 800 mil range, which is not a bad thing, but... You're already spending probably upwards of three to four hundred mil with your production budget, everything That's included. Awesome. You know, like you know, you're making four hundred mil, but you're not making you know seven hundred mil like you were before, or eight hundred mil or more. What's, What's even that? crazier is we're living in a day and age. This time, new Disney and Marvel were going, we're seeing a decline. Do you realize that we're living in a year where a Transformers film did better than a Marvel film? Quantumania. Yeah. Beast Wars mm. did so much better. That's bizarre <laughs> world right there. They might not be the kings for long, so we need to continue mm. to root for them. Now, here's one that I am very, very excited about. Fantastic Four, May the 2nd, 2025. I think it's a film that we are all really hyped about. We want to see this, this team done right, this family, Marvel's first family, done right mm -hmm. on the big screen. If they'll just announce a cast, I'll extremely be excited. It is kind of crazy that... They announced Fantastic Four way back when, and we still haven't gotten a cast, but Superman Legacy was announced like a shorter amount of time, and now we got a Superman Lois. I'd rather them take their time. I mean, obviously now with the actor strike, who knows what's going to happen, but love the Fantastic Four. I think they'll work really well within the MCU. I'm just excited to start seeing them incorporated. 
and I, I hope that that one does, isn't the one that gets, like, that one and Blade are the ones that I just, because yeah. they're brand new introduced characters, it just seems like in their attempt to get them right, they just keep getting delayed and delayed and delayed, and at some point, I don't know if you're going to be able to have Mahershala as Blade. Are you going to be able to even have your original picked actors as the Fantastic Four? Are you going to have to pick new people because you waited so long? That's the thing with Mahershala. He's not getting any younger. And I think that he's getting close to 50 already. If you're going to utilize that character for an extended period of time in the MCU, you better get to moving. Do you think there's time to bulk up? I always wanted John Boyega's Blade, but that's just me, you know? I thought I was like, hey, Disney, you did him dirty with Finn. Why don't you put him as Blade? You yeah. Know? I don't know if I can <laughs> see that or say, not. say you're sorry and go and let, listen, he's got the voice for it, you know? He does. And does he, though? I was about to quote Blade, but I was remembered that you don't like swearing on here. So I'll leave. Just go watch Wesley Snipes if you want to hear him, his perfect <laughs> <laughs> delivery. Yeah, Wesley um, Snipes was the epitome of Blade for sure. Of ice skating uphill. I'll just he say was that. So, he was so good as Blade that they literally had to spice him up in the ultimate version to make him look more like Wesley Snipes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for a cast. I think a lot of it's going to have to do with who they cast. Like, if they cast people that maybe I'm not interested in seeing in the movie, I'm probably not going to be too high on the movie. Like Seth said, it's literally taking forever. Just announce the cast already. Yeah. I need a cast. I need to know a villain. I don't want Doom again. I feel like we need to build up to Doom. You can have him in the film, but don't make him the villain. Make Mole Man the villain. Literally, I always say this. It's very easy to make a Fantastic Four film but Fox wasn't able to do it because they didn't have any ties to anything that could expand them. Literally, you want to know a perfect example of what a good Fantastic Four film is? Watch Guardians 1. Watch The Incredibles. The Incredibles. Watch yeah. The Incredibles. <laughs> yeah, I think Fantastic Four should have been Marvel's biggest priority, really. I, I really think this needs special treatment, and I, I really think it's something that the fans deserve. It's just one of those things that we've been waiting for all this time. I'm hoping they're taking their time with it and being cautious in the production of it because they understand how monumental it is. Because this should be the building blocks for kind of the future of the MCU. Not the secret wars, nothing like that. Because, I mean, the Fantastic Four are the building blocks of Marvel Comics as we know them. That's why I'm, I really hope they're taking their time. I hope they really are trying to do this one justice and do it right and not give us another fan four stick. And you can introduce Cosmic with this and bring in Silver Surfer and all these magnificent elements that you teased with the Watcher already. What do you guys think about Superman Legacy? Do you believe in James Gunn's vision for the DCU? I'm going to stick beside him. <laughs> My only thing is we already gave the keys to one person to do DC, and that was Snyder. And we see kind of how that worked out. So that part worries me a little bit, just giving – Well, one- to be fair, it's two people now. It's Peter Safran and James Gunn. True, but Gunn seems to have like yes. full reign to do whatever he wants. You know, I'm looking forward to Superman Legacy. Uh, I like that he casts some other characters that we don't normally see in the movies. So I, I think that he's really good at bringing those characters that we don't know to the forefront. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited. I'm very hopeful. If anything, I'll say Superman as a character is bigger and better than James Gunn and Peter Safran and anything. And what I mean by that is that he's going to survive whatever they do. If they do a great job, which I hope they do, you know, I'm here for it. If they don't, my adventures with Superman is fantastic so far. 
you know, it's only three episodes and I really enjoy it. Superman and Lois is fantastic. It's a character that will continue on and will it's going to get rebooted and it's going to get remade and just any version. It may be good, maybe bad. I'm not that worried because if it's bad, it's just another bad Superman. We've had that before, but I'm actually excited about what we could get just because of the looks of David Cornsweet and Rachel Bosnahan, I think is her name. I haven't watched Mad- Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. If we can just get that classic Superman feel, I'm all about it. He said crypto may be in the movie. So listen, I'm excited. Stuff like that worries me, honestly. Like hearing things like that. And then they're talking about Batman, the brave and the bold. And yeah, I mean, you know, sure. We can get a good version of Robin, but like hearing some of these things, like, you know, maybe they're trying, but it's James Gunn. It's James Gunn. So James Gunn has not given me one project yet that I did not like. So I have high hopes for Superman legacy alone with the cast alone that we have. I love the casting for Superman. I love the casting for I love the casting for Lois because I have seen clips of her. She looks like she can really portray Lois and do her justice. We got the casting for Mr. Terrific, um, the guy who played Darwin from X-Men First Class. Yeah. Great casting. Because I want to see, hopefully they're doing better than the Arrowverse did. I want to see my boy, the third smartest man on Earth in the DC Universe, respected. You really need to shut your damn mouth. We're getting Hawkgirl, which the Hawkgirl casting is amazing. The Guy Gardner casting is freaking amazing if you would have told me this as a child i would have slapped you in your face for lying to me <laughs> james gunn i really have faith in him in this dc universe especially even with crypto being in the film because if anybody can make a charismatic animal from comics stick and have the audience resonate with is james gunn this man gave me guardians one two and three which is debatably the second best trilogy in the marvel universe this man made obscure team like them household names the most quoted line in the MCU besides I am Iron Man and I can do this all day is I am Groot. Literally, he took the DCEU when it was in shambles because there was a dead period, especially during COVID, right? Yeah. And he took a Suicide Squad sequel, killed off big characters and made it feel like the comics and how expendable the Suicide Squad is. So you're thinking like, who's going to live? Who's going to die? He made Polka Dot Man cool. Yep. This man, James Gunn, put in my mind, wow. I wonder what he could do with Condiment King. He made Starro a campy behind. We know he's dope in the comics, but it's so hard. I never thought we'd get Starro in live action done so much justice. And with him rebooting it, I'm not going to lie. I hope Starro comes back because I know he can show the Justly coming together to fight Starro. I know he could get that shot and make it so dope. And he said this is a lived-in universe already, which means he's taking inspiration from the DC animated universe where Superman and Batman were around. But so were these other heroes, and you just didn't see them until Justice League. But he made you love these characters based on the moments they would give you with them, character development they would give you with them. So I feel like that's what he's going for with Superman Legacy. And he says he's taking notes from All-Star Superman. He has not told me a single thing about this movie that I don't want from a Superman movie. And I feel like it's the right time because, yeah, we took a little break from the Reeves-inspired Superman, the hopeful Superman, and went to like a more of a new 52 age with Henry Cavill, and I feel like it had a great beginning, but as far as execution for the rest of it, that's where it messed up. Henry Cavill, I don't have a problem with Henry Cavill's direction and portrayal in Man of Steel. I actually like it in Man of Steel because there was building blocks there. My only problem is what he did after that. Save Martha! It would have been great for an Elseworld, but not for your main universe Superman. 
that would have been that would have been a good storyline after you developed Superman over time as being that beacon of hope, which we haven't felt. I feel like this film is going to do it. This is the film that we need for DC. I hope this doesn't come out back to front. I think uh, my camera's on reverse, but I think you guys can get the gist of what's being uh, said here. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys got the, the hints. I'm a Snyder fan. Yeah, I really wanted to see Justice League 2 and 3. I really, really did want to see it. And I wanted to see the hopeful Superman that Henry Cavill was denied the chance to. I do think that time was coming. James Gunn has done brilliant with Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll give him that. And he does really well with B-rate characters. I don't know what he's going to do with A-rate characters. I don't know if Superman is his type of film. He's talented, no doubt. I'm just not convinced completely that he's the guy to give me the Superman that I'm looking for. Man of Steel is one of my all-time favorite comic book movies, and nothing has topped it for me since. That's probably my most rewatched movie out of all of them. A truly epic film in so many different ways. So I've been a fan of James Gunn since Slither first came out, so I'm definitely Ooh. a sycophant of his. Whenever it was announced that he was doing this movie, the first thing I thought of was he wrote that movie Brightburn from a few years yeah. ago. And that was a great yeah. horror, dark reimagining of, of Super like people want to say Snyder versus dark. No, Brightburn is, is dark Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um, that to me showed that he had a passion for the character. Nothing he's done. I've ever disliked. There's just something about him. He always seems to, know exactly what I want to see on screen and he delivers that and I think that's what I really like. He as a director and as a writer really just speaks to me. He knows when to make a joke and he knows when to be serious which maybe I don't always know when to be serious but I really enjoy stuff so I'm really looking forward to this and I hope they give uh, Mr. Terrific uh, more dignity than they gave Darwin because that really that still pisses me off in that mm -hmm. movie what they did to Darwin. <laughs> Absolutely so. ridiculous the character that is that's Until his power to survive, and he dies. <laughs> and that's a he's a great actor too. So I'm I'm just happy to see him back too and something. Yeah. So to close out 2025, we have the sequel to the Batman, which honestly I'm really excited about. I, I'm really anxious to see where they go from here, and how fantastical they will go. Will we get a Clayface? Will we get a Mister Freeze? Or is it going to be some you know some of the villains that are a little more grounded? I guess you could have a more grounded Mr. Freeze. That that's possible, but not a Clayface. You know, I've heard the rumors and rumblings about Clayface and some of these other villains that we haven't gotten yet. I just think it'd be great to see Mr. Freeze again, get a proper Mr. Freeze on screen, not the the one-liner tossing Arnold Schwarzenegger. What do you guys think? I love Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, and I will accept no slander <laughs> on his part. You're not sending him to the cooler. Uh, no, but seriously, I really love the Batman. I love what Matt Reeves did with the Planet of the Apes films, and so I was always excited to see what yeah. he would do. And the Batman, I mean, it feels so much like a one-off movie, like The French Connection, or one of those old-timey, like, yeah. gritty detective movies. But I am excited to see what a sequel will look like, whether that is someone grounded like, you know, Zaz or Professor Pig or if they do go like, you know, Mr. Freeze or even outlandish like Clayface or Poison Ivy. I don't know what I want more, but I have faith in whatever they do. I do want a proper sequel. And the fact that it would be titled The Batman Part 2, which I believe is the working title, makes me think it's all supposed to be 
not just a sequel, but a part of a just larger full story. They do the Batman Part 3, the Batman Part 4, like it's all, it's going to be connected to what they told in the Batman. So, I mean, I'm very interested to see what they do there, because that's, that'll be my young Batman, since apparently DCU will be our older Batman with Damian Wayne. I would say that this is probably my most anticipated movie for sure. I'm a huge Batman fan. I just like how they show him kind of growing as Batman in the first movie. So he's only going to get better over time, which means he should be more advanced in this movie. I want to see who the villain is. Like, give me something crazy. Like I want man bat. Like that's, I want something Mm -hmm. like that or like firefly. I think he could work great in this universe and I was upset that we didn't get to see him in the, the Batgirl movie because I thought Brendan As Fraser played by been, Brendan Fraser too. Yeah, I thought it would have been absolutely amazing to see him in that. I don't want a villain that we've seen a hundred times. Give me some somebody else. Like Josh said, throw Condiment King. Make, make Condiment King the bad guy for this. Let, let's see something wild, you know. But Maxi Zeus. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Matt Reeves did awesome. Robert Pattinson did awesome. I'm all in 100 percent for this movie. What about a hush? Ooh, Hush would be awesome. I like the Batman movie, but I don't go gaga over it like everybody else. And everybody's like, what do you mean? My reason for not doing that, I like Robert Pattinson as Batman. There's just one flaw, and it is with the script, in my opinion. This is Batman's second year in the Batman, right? And he's making year one mistakes. He doesn't have a Bruce Wayne persona yet, which I understand. I get it. But to not have nothing remotely close in your second year as Batman? No. Being afraid of heights? No. I hope the way they write him in this movie is way better than they wrote him in the first movie. Like you said, uh, Angelo, he'll only improve over time. So I want to see him be more advanced. What directors want to do with Batman ever since Nolan did it. When Nolan did it, it was more genuine. It seemed like people just wrote scripts of other films that didn't get approved, then went to the studio, and they were like, just put Batman on it. We know it's going to make money. Because the way you wrote it originally, it ain't going to make money. But if we put Batman on it and, bat- and DC it up, It'll be great. Like, that's how I felt with the first Batman. I liked certain detective stuff, but I felt like it could have been executed a tiny bit better. They were so close, in my opinion. I still give the movie a 9.5. In this one, I want to see the Bruce Wayne persona come out. I want to see him really flesh out this character more. I want to see Batman be an even better detective now. I want to see a lot more comeback, because I feel like in certain parts it dragged in the first movie. Yes, yeah. Batman's a de- yes, Batman is a detective. Yes, Batman monologues, but he's also a freaking ninja. That's what made the comics intriguing. And you would pick your brain when you read him, but you also got the spectacle of, wow, he is kicking butt right now. I want more creative villains. I want anarchy. I'm against Hush only because I feel like that's basically what the Riddler was in the first movie. They, make, they combined Hush and anarchy in Calendar Man. It worked for the movie, but as a Riddler fan, I thought it was a disservice. Again, I want the villains to evolve along with Batman. I want Riddler to be more charismatic in the future if he comes back because he now has found himself. I want Joker to be pulling strings in the background. I don't want him off rip. I want him to be pulling the strings because we saw in the end of Batman, he was talking to Riddler saying, it sounds like you need a friend. Da, 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 da. I want him to get these villains ready to escape from Arkham because what they set yeah. up in the end was perfect. When they said, you created a power vacuum and the flood in Gotham happened. And now there's different sections of Gotham. Penguin's looking out at the iceberg lounge in his section and you see other sections of Gotham. I'm like, oh my gosh, you could literally do zero year in the sequel. And we're also going to get that HBO Max series with 
with Penguin. Colin Farrell yeah. returning as the Penguin, which will be interesting, which is literally mm-hmm. right after the flood. I was not the biggest Batman fan, or the Batman, should I say. Robert Pattinson didn't quite convince me as a good through and through. And you can throw the excuse that he's only year two, but he's still doing things that are above a natural average person. But saying that, I still did enjoy the movie, but I wouldn't say I, I was a diehard fan. And I will still definitely watch the Batman too. It's def- I mean, it's Batman after all. I mean, who wouldn't watch it? So... Yeah, you can count me in, but I'm not overly excited. But I think, you know, they could build on it for sure. So this is the second most anticipated one I put on my list. Really, really love the first one. I I watched it again recently. And for me, for a three hour long movie, it just doesn't feel that long to me. As far as I'm concerned, there's not a dull moment. I really like everything Matt Reeves does. I think it's really well done in this movie. As soon as I heard the rumors of Clayface, I would love Clayface and the sequel, but you, you don't have to make him the Clayface from the cartoons or the comic books or something like that. Make him a little bit more grounded, almost more like the chameleon, because that is kind of who the character is originally, is is kind of Lon Chaney type actor who's, you know, man of a thousand faces. So you can make him someone like that. I love the fact that it was more of a detective story than an action film. You know, and the action moments were good, but I, I would love just another really solid Seven-esque detective story like they did with the first one for me that was fantastic Uh, i I hope they do it again like that 